All right, Alexander, let's talk about France in Africa, or France getting kicked out of Africa. Very embarrassing for uh, Macron, and uh, he's, he's very upset. He's taking a lot of his anger out on, uh, on Wagner, on the Wagner group in Russia. But um, France is not wanted in, uh, no. in many places no. in Africa, and, uh, and it looks like Russia, Russia is, and, and China definitely is. That, that's the way it, it looks. Mali, Burkina Faso, those two countries come to mind, and, and more, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and absolutely, and the Central African Republic, and the Central latest Republic, word, yeah. yeah, and the latest word is that Niger, which has up to now been, you know, one of the more reliable French allies, is starting to have doubts too, and that you know that the French are losing ground in all of these places, and of course, Macron and his acolytes say that this is all because of you know Russian information campaigns. It's not. But the fact is. The French have long overstayed their welcome in all of these West African countries. They've basically run the financial system in these countries ever since they granted these countries independence. This is the point that Maloney was making, if you remember, some about you know, some years ago. But they have done, you know, with this franc that they created, um, that still operates in many of these countries. The countries have become increasingly disaffected against France. They went along with the French to a great extent during the Cold War because, well, they didn't want the Soviets there because the Soviets were communists and they didn't agree with the ideology of the, the Soviets and all that, all that. But now that that's ended and there's no Cold War any longer and now that there's alternatives to France... They're basically coming along and they're saying, we don't want you anymore, France, go away. And you're absolutely right. The French see this shadow empire that they've operated in West Africa. It's disintegrating all around them and they don't know what to do. OK, so is, is this only unique to, to France? It's not unique to France. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, if you remember, Blinken <laughs> was in Africa. He was he did a tour. Um, this is after the great rock star Sergei Lavrov toured Africa. Macron has also tried to tour Africa, um, and the British, of course, have also got long histories of connections with Africa. They've all been trying hard to try to counter the Chinese and the Russians in these places, and. The fascinating thing is that they're not being listened to. The African leaders are turning their backs on them. So South Africa now has uh, exercises, naval exercises going on alongside China and Russia. Sudan is opening a Russian naval base. Of course, Djibouti already has a Chinese naval base. Ethiopia, which has basically sorted out its war in Tigray, uh, uh, and successfully so is also now aligning with China and Russia, so is Eritrea. So East Africa seems to be you know, moving in a block towards the Chinese and the Russians. West Africa is ditching the French. South Africa is turning, as I said, its back on the British and the Americans. This is a pan-African thing. I think, the, the, I think two things have happened here. Firstly, there is this lingering and very understandable 
resentment of the Western powers because of the whole history of colonialism. But I think also, after all of these places gained independence, in many cases, it must be said, with help from the Soviets, that one shouldn't overstate the importance of that, but the Soviets were there. But anyway, after they gained independence, what they found was that on the one hand, the Western powers tried to maintain their interests, their control in Africa in all kinds of different ways, you know, African, the African economies and all those sort of things. They supported all sorts of, you know, very troubling people in Africa, like uh, Mobutu in the Congo, for example. And at the same time, they treated the Africans very much as an object of charity. So, you know, they were taking with one hand and pretending to give with another. And I think over time, this has created a sense in Africa. Well, we want to put this all behind us. We're now real, truly independent countries now. We don't want either Western meddling in our affairs or Western charity. We want to assert ourselves. The Chinese are coming along and they're doing trade deals with us. The Russians are able to provide us with security help, which the French pretended to do but never really did. And now we can just go ahead and make our own arrangements and do our own things. And we don't have to follow the American and the French and the British lead as we once did. And we're going to assert ourselves over international relations as well. Okay, so Macron blames a lot of this now on uh, Wagner, where he's focusing a lot of his, his, his frustration on, on Wagner. What happens now with Wagner? Well, what does happen now? And what is he Russia. going to do? Um, and with Russia. I mean, I, I, I'm going to be straightforward about this. I think that a lot of the reason he's taken such an extraordinarily hard line shipping weapons to uh, Ukraine um, is partly because he's acting out his anger over West Africa. And by the way, there have been some incredibly crude statements. Apparently, and it wasn't just uh, um, Macron, but apparently... Um, when Josep Borrell went to Moscow, that disastrous visit that he did um, back, I think, in 2020 or 2021, apparently he actually told the Russians, stay out of Mali, it's ours. Apparently he said it as crudely as that, and that's never been denied. So, I mean, you know, they're all angry about this, and they are blaming the Russians, and it is part of, I suspect, part of the reason why um, Macron especially is taking it out on the Russians in the way that he is. But I think the wiser thing for Macron to do, not that he's going to listen to this advice, is to just accept it. I mean, at the end of the day, these countries have grown up. They're now independent of France. They're no longer colonies. And they, are, they have a right to form their own views and decide their own policies and make their own friends. I mean, this is something that the West constantly and claims it wants for Ukraine. It doesn't really, but that's what they say about Ukraine. Well, why not apply that closer to home, to Mali and Burkina Faso and Senegal and all the others? But, of course, that's not what Macron wants. Yeah, but is, is it even realistic for France to, for Macron and France to believe that they can 
they can continue to exert influence in in all of these countries. I mean, you know, France has so many problems at home. No, well, you're why, quite right. Why bother with, with all of this? Well, the answer to that is you're quite right. I mean, they shouldn't. I mean, it's, 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 it's now beyond their strength. But, I mean, the thing to understand is that the French system in West Africa, the, all of these countries, did enjoy a certain independence, but the French were still there. And if you're talking about the enarch, the elite class of people, the products of these elite schools in France, graduate schools in, 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 in France, then um, they're not, you know, secondary schools or anything like that. Um, what used to te- what tended to happen? I know this. I, I came across this myself. What tended to happen is if you didn't come out of those schools with particularly high grades, so that you didn't get your nice cushy job in the French civil service, well, it wasn't too bad because they shipped you off to West Africa, and you were given important positions there, and you know you could get people French graduates of these schools sent to, you know, West Africa. They'd be given very high posts there, very well-paid posts. They did very well out of it. And this very attractive job creation programme for the French elite is now probably coming... That part of the French elite is now coming to an end. And bear in mind, Macron comes from it. He pretended at one time that he didn't, but People found that he did, in fact, attend all of these various schools that I'm talking about. Anyway, they're all very angry. They're all very resentful. They're all complaining to Macron about it. But ultimately, realistically, there's nothing France can do. I don't know. It just sounds like, uh, if anything, Macron or, or, or the French government should look at this as as a gift there they can finally get out of these the these entanglements that that were distracting oh, wow. they can focus on on what's happening in France and let these and let these countries build their own future absolutely let absolutely. them build their own future and, and eventually yes. they could they could trade with France and absolutely. and the well, UK and absolutely. the US in the future if they want to, if they so desire absolutely. but this is an opportunity for France to focus on on what's happening in France. Absolutely. And, but they're, you know, they're, not gonna, you know, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. And can I just say, I mean, you know, the other big story here, which is, I mean, we perhaps shouldn't focus entirely on France. I mean, the other thing is, this is a sign that these countries are now growing up. They've had a very difficult time since they achieved independence. It was very difficult for them to sort themselves out. But the, all the signs are that Africa in general is now doing so. Um, the economies in Africa are starting to grow and grow strongly. And things are finally, in that tormented continent, beginning to come together, like as in ways that they never have done up to now. And this is an expression of it. These countries are now acquiring the confidence to tell the French, we don't want you, please go. Yeah, well, and the French this is happening the French because... Well, the French don't like it, but this is happening because these countries now see an alternative. They see an alternative? It was never present before, yeah. 
which was never present before. But as I said, they also have, as I said, they've, they're also acquiring a degree of self-confidence which historically they didn't have. So, you know, it's, just, it's, a, it's a fundamental change and it's an irreversible one. And I think the sooner the French accept it, the better it is for them. As I said, some people in the, in the French elite will be very angry about it and, you know, ir irritated about it. But ultimately, as you correctly say, it's good for the Africans that they're asserting themselves and establishing themselves as truly independent countries. And it's going to be good for France. I mean, you know, a couple of people from the, you know, the École Nationale d'Administration, which has now been closed down, supposedly, used to, you know, find that they had nice, cushy jobs in, you know, places in West Africa. But, you know, ultimately, French interests, the interests of the French people weren't served by having all these people going off to Africa and doing whatever it is that they were doing there. As you rightly say, France has many problems and it needs to now focus on those problems and take, a, take proper steps to sort them out. And when it does, it will be much better for France. Yeah. I, I wonder if these countries in Africa, final question, if... Uh... If things are going to be better, better off for them, if if they do align with, say, the the, the China, the Chinese bloc of of this multipolar world order. Well, who knows? I mean, at this present moment in time, I think it does make a lot of sense to them. I mean, um, there's a lot of grumbling and complaints in the West about how Chinese aid comes with no strings, and you know they don't have all these ethical and <laughs> other considerations, which you know, frankly, I think the Africans would say. Thank goodness for that. And there's also talk about how some of these Chinese projects fail, which some projects always fail. But overall, I think that to the extent that this is a proper commercial and commercially based relationship, rather than a simple extractive one with a bit of charity thrown in, probably does make it in the long term much more sustainable. Yeah. All right. We will end it there, thedurand.locals.com. We are on Rockfin as well, and look for us at the Durand shop. 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.